Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Marcus, I think we've done all the schmaltzy intros with uh, Christmas songs over the last couple of Christmas. You realize this is like three years of Christmases we've been doing? Pretty cool. It is really cool. And the fact that you threw a Yiddish word to describe Christmas makes it what even did I do? better. Schmaltzy. Schmaltzy, oh. I tell you, is a total Yiddish word. Well, I got to tell you something. They just come out of me. I can't even explain it where I, I use the correct definition, right? Yes. <laughs> See, I don't know Your how it context happens. was fantastic. Not one Hebrew class. That's all I'm saying. I am just <laughs> hang out with some. Yiddish it is kids the balanced history of rock and roll. As you can tell, I'm Ray Coob. Uh, Marcus Goldman. And so we're celebrating every holiday season we can come up with. Uh, we've added a couple this year so i'm happy to start celebrating more days of the year as holiday seasons of course we want to wish you a merry christmas and a happy new year coming up have a holly jolly christmas it's the best time of the year i don't know if there'll be snow but have a cup of cheer have a holly jolly christmas and when you walk down the street Say hello to friends you know And everyone you meet Oh, ho, the mistletoe Hung where you can see Somebody waits for you Kiss her once for me Have a holly jolly Christmas It's a holly jolly fucking Christmas And all I want for Christmas is Lemmy, dude. If we could just get Lemmy back for like a short period, you know, I don't know, 30, 60, 90 days. I think we could do some good things here in the world if we could just get Lemmy back as our Christmas present. Please, Santa, bring my Lemmy back to me. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> but what we really want to do is have a discussion about all our favorite loud, rude, and crude Christmas songs, uh, songs that are holiday spirit personified, maybe in reverse. You know, are there any psycho Billy Christmas songs or hard rock and punk, metal, hardcore, you name it. We're talking about it here on The Imbalance History. Jump to the sleigh, not lost 
There's a number of great hard rocking Christmas songs that are out there. A brief history, Marcus. I go back to the prehistoric times when Christmas songs were made by Mitch fucking Miller. Son of a bitch. Who's got a beard that's long and white? Santa's got a beard that's long and white. Who comes around on a special night? Santa comes around on a special night. Special night, beard that's white. Must be Santa. Must be Santa. Must be Santa. Santa Claus. Anyway. Who's Mitch Miller? Actually, Mitch Miller was really good. He did sing along with Mitch, and my family had all the records. We did it, man. We'd pull out the book, and we'd sit there and sing along with Mitch. must have been horrible to listen to, but my parents were very obliging. But no, but back in the, the days, it was like Bing Crosby, and you know Sinatra had some Christmas songs, Dino, those kind of guys. The Rat Pack had Christmas songs. But there wasn't really anything rock and roll until the, the, the late 50s, early 60s, when the, the Beach Boys Christmas stuff, and Janet Dean, I think, had a Christmas song. All those songs came through when the British invasion came and all the things that mm-hmm. changed that really didn't change for real until the 70s when Christmas music was released by a lot of the big name bands. It took till then for it to happen and now that got me into it and now I told you I try to collect at least one new release for the holidays every year to keep my collection growing and some of them will show up in this episode of the podcast because we're going to do a little uh, five favorites right? A mini five faves? Absolutely. We will definitely have to do a five favorite metal naughty Christmas songs because metal and naughty definitely go well together. And it's funny that you mention, you know, the evolution of Christmas songs because I remember in the early 70s listening to a lot of Motown Christmas songs as well as stuff yeah. like Frank Sinatra and all the old Italian guys that my family listened to during the Christmas holiday season. Silent night. well and then of course Pocklebell's canon and some of the classical pieces sure. that go right with the holiday. Nat King Cole oh, you know he was like an icon to people of a certain age and like from like around your mom's age to my mom's age there's an age group and he was just one of those guys who could melt butter with his voice it was so hot and his Christmas album still one of my favorites every year kind of marks the season coming to be but we're talking about what was coming with the grandkids you know what they're listening to the hard <laughs> stuff the heavy stuff you know people who and the kids who like you know all the stuff we're talking about here like this crazy compilation that came out called We Wish You a Metal Christmas and, you know, I just started looking into all this stuff and really started looking around. Now, this one's been around since like 2008. Yeah. 
Some of the collaborations on here are really just great to listen to and fun, right? Just everybody getting together to record Christmas songs for a, a compilation. No big deal. Just having some Christmas fun. So they all start working together and you get people like Tommy Shaw working with Steve Lukather and Marco Mendoza and Kenny Aronoff, right? They're all working together on one song. And then our buddy Rudy Sarzo's on a song with Simon Wright and Joe Lynn Turner. You know, all these different people working together, names you know, working together to put out hard rock and Christmas songs like Chuck Billy from Testament, Scotty in from Anthrax doing Silent Night. What the fuck, dude? So that's a pretty damn strong compilation. The material's all classic Christmas songs, but they've got a little twist, like Alice Cooper's twist on Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Oh, you better watch out. You better not cry. Well, we mentioned Lemmy. He's also on this compilation. Of course. And I'm not saying <laughs> it's not going to end up in my uh, Shotgun 5 for Christmas. Working with Billy Gibbons and Dave Grohl doing Run Rudolph Run. Man. That's a ripper. That is a ripper of a song. Hey, guess what? I think Ripper Owens is on here. Yeah, he is. He's doing a version of Santa Claus is Back in Town. Check this out. With Steve Morse, Juan Garcia, Marco Mendoza, and Vinny Apice. Oh, geez. How do you get metal dudes to come together and play in different groups? Do a Christmas album. Well, Come Together album. didn't fit into the theme because it's a Beatles song that's not for Christmas. But, yeah, <laughs> I like your thinking. Oh, wait a minute. Aerosmith did that. It's really cool. And, like, the Misfits do a great cover of Blue Christmas, which kind of gives it a punk vibe, sort of a gothic sure. horror punk vibe. Uh -huh. So you see this stuff all over the place. Now, you know, kind of falling out of the Bob Rivers thinking on Christmas albums, which is Make It Gnarly. He has, like, his own twisted versions of Christmas songs that he used to play on his radio show in Seattle. <laughs> it became a national thing. You got a record deal in fact rockfish worked with him on a lot of this stuff so you gotta break out some of the bob rivers stuff and he just really put the campy funny twists on all the stuff and sometimes it had a rock edge bringing up the lights and finding a christmas tree Hangovers, rigging up the lights and finding a Christmas tree. The fourth thing at Christmas that's such a thing to me. Sending Christmas cards. Hangovers, rigging up the lights and finding a 
Rivers Christmas songs. I've heard those on the radio forever, and I did not realize that Rockfish was a part of that. In fact, MMR still plays one or two Bob Rivers songs yep. during the Christmas holidays. And Dee Snyder, speaking of MMR, he did <laughs> Nights for a while on MMR, and they did a heavy metal Christmas album back, what, 2006. They release in October. All the Christmas albums, by the way, always come out in October because that way they're in retail where people can get them on the <laughs> Impulse buy based off that seasonal airplay. Oh, come all ye faithful. <laughs> but D. Snyder's also shown up on a bunch of other Christmas compilations, as have the other guys from Twisted Sister throughout the uh, years. And there are multiple Christmas compilations that fit into the heavy metal mold. You could give yourself whiplash trying to look here, there, and everywhere to find all the names where everybody plays on all the compilations. But there's a couple that are big, you know, and uh, hats off to D and JJ and all the gang. You know, one thing we haven't talked about yet that we have to talk about before we get to the break and that is the trans-siberian effect look he just put his thumb in the air like are you pissed oh no is he good i couldn't see behind the paper i thought he was giving me the finger for a second no, for jumping the on thumbs it. up man <laughs> i was like yes we have to mention them they're one of the most important holiday hard rocking bands ever and we can't get chris caffrey this year to be on with us because he's on the road i saw him loading up the truck Going to meet everybody and closing down the house and all the stuff he does before he goes out to do the East Coast run with Trans-Siberian Orchestra, which has become a rock tradition. It's over the top and wonderful in every way. And if it hasn't yet come to your town, go see it. If it has, make sure you go see it next year. And it's just worth watching their videos and uh, listening to their music and making it part of your Christmas soundtrack because it's a big part of my man. Wizards of Winter, motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? It's, it just feels like winter, even when it's not about Christmas. And face it, first Trans-Siberian thing wasn't so much about Christmas. It was about war. And that's what the whole thing grew out of. I don't know whether people realize that that Sarajevo song was about what was going on in the war over there in Bosnia and Herzegovina. And it really drew attention to it. And the very first Trans-Siberian Orchestra concert was held in Philadelphia at the Tower Theater. And most people don't know it because it got so famous so quickly from all the great shows they put on in Cleveland. But the actual first show happened in Philadelphia, our hometown, where this podcast is, uh, well, at least physically located. We're not sure where we're mentally located yet. As long as we don't end up, I don't know. <laughs> Somewhere in the stratosphere, dude. Just don't want to end up in Arkham, dude. That's all I'm saying. Nope, 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 nope. One of my favorite artists, and yours too, I know, is the late, great Scott Weiland. He was in Stone Temple Pilots, of course, and, and did other great work. And one of the things he gave us was his album, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year. And it's sometimes it's hard to listen to. Sometimes it's just hard to listen to his voice at anything less than full throttle. Like, the effect of full throttle Scott Weiland is like being the dog with the window down and your head's hanging out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really like that. And it's hard to be jolly when I think about Scott, because he should still be here. He should, he should still, still be here. here. You know, we've learned so much about what we can do to um, help people since he left. He was one of those people that got yeah. people thinking about it more. Yeah. So let's pour a little out and play a little something from that album from Scott on the imbalance history of rock and roll. It's the most wonderful time. 
I've noticed is that metal bands really, really like Marcus doing Silver Bells. And on this, we wish you a metal Christmas compilation. The version from Jeff Tate with Cavazzo, Lomenza, and Luzier on it. It's just incredible. Silver Bells. It's a thing. Who knew? I wonder why Silver Bells is the popular metal song to cover at Christmas. Hey, this is the song. I'm thinking Silver Bells, Silver Bells. And uh, and Jeff Tate's like ripping the lid off it. Seriously, I mean, with (laughs) Jeff Tate's vocal style, it totally makes sense. It completely makes sense. Speaking of guys who can make it scream, Rob Halford has had not one but two visits to the Christmas holiday sales bin, working closely with his buddy Roy Z. When we did Resurrection at CMC, I was so thrilled to work with him and to get to work with Rob on that record and to work with Roy Z, who has been working with him for years. And they did, back in 09, a thing called Winter Songs. It was kind of seasonal without being holiday seasonal, but the songs are so good with Halford leading the way. Ten years go by, Marcus. Ten years between albums for the holidays. And in 19, Halford releases again, working with Roy, still working with Roy, Celestial, which to me is just incredible. His voice, traditional and original Christmas tales told by the metal god. Oh, man. These are a few of my heavy favorite holiday things, Marcus. I will say this. I'm starting to see a lot more heavy metal bands like today's bands, like Hailstorm releasing covers and Christmas songs during the holidays. Because we know that a lot of these active rock stations like to put in some of the Christmas music as well during the holidays. So if they're playing Hailstorm in regular rotation or Shinedown in regular rotation or August Burns Red in Mm -hmm. regular rotation, they've got some Christmas tunes from some of these cats to throw in as well during the holiday season. And it's a great time to cover some traditional music and interpret yeah. it your way and to hear a metal interpretation of some of these christmas classics is pretty cool heavy holidays from everybody here at the imbalance history of rock and roll well i say we go to the break we go to crooked eye you know they've always got some tasty brews no matter whether you're getting them from the tap at the brewery in hepper or at jamie's house of music in Lansdowne out by you so let's do that and come back and do kind of a shotgun five favorites for heavy metal christmas stuff here on the imbalance history of rock and roll well, it gets to be the holiday season, Marcus. You know, you start thinking about gathering with friends, and in a lot of cases, over a pint or over Pennsylvania distilled spirits or some wine or cider. Gee, where could we go? How about our favorite? 
It's Crooked Eye Brewery. Right in the heart of Hatboro. It's a great place to share memories with friends and hear live music as well. Speaking of live music, you can find out who's coming to play when on their Facebook page. And as always, the beers are continually being updated. As well as your favorites on tap at Crooked Eye. Right there in the heart of Hatboro and in the heart of Delco out by you. Yeah, a few miles down the road from me at Jamie's House of Music, where you can see live music and grab a pint of your favorite Crooked Eye beer. And if you're going into the brewery location in Hatboro and you have a Crooked Eye fan in your life, stop by, have a pint, buy a gift card for the holidays, and stock up on Crooked Eye merchandise. We know the holidays are always crazy, so if you want to slow down, make sure you stop by and make it Crooked Eye. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. That holiday beer from Crooked Eye is lovely. Did you have to put a candy cane in it? I don't know, man. You like, you know, some funny things. <laughs> was, I, I get the flavor combo, though, because think about it. The chocolate, you know, the chocolate and the uh, stout yeah. and then that, and then the candy cane. It gives it kind of a minty You're, chocolatey feel. Is he a nut or is he a connoisseur, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, We're still trying to Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> that was a previous episode of the Imbalance History of Rock and Roll available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we are talking about all we want for Christmas is Lemmy, and all we want for Kwanzaa is Lemmy, and all we want for Hanukkah is Lemmy. We just want Lemmy. And since we can't really probably get that, we figured we'd have some fun. And, of course, you know, it means you got to drop Motorhead in every chance you get. So that's why you're hearing them all the time here on this episode. On uh, happy holidays, uh, try not to spill your holidays because, you know, it's <laughs> tough to get out of, out of your good pants. Trust me, I know. So before we get into this little shotgun thing we're going to do, we always have to check in with Vegas for the bets. And this time around, the question becomes, how many of our Shotgun 5 favorite heavy metal Christmas songs will Marcus and I have in common? Marcus has the, what do you call it? Yeah, coming in on the ticker tape fax machine, which we only got at the break because they wanted to hear the beginning of our conversation. Vegas says 2.5. 
2.5. So we got to pick either two or three. Yes, you first. Marcus, what are you going with? I'm making you go first. I've been on the hot streak. I have to let you pick first. Two. I'm going two. All righty, then I'm going to go above you and go three on the other side. Now we got a second bet here. Side bet going on between the research department and everybody on the Dark Doc crew. The question is, will our number ones be the same on this episode? And I don't know if Vegas is going to sanction this bet, but I'm saying yes, they will be. And I know why. I'm saying yes, they will be as well. And Vegas, you know why? I do know why, (laughs) but my why might be different than your why, which means y plus y equals what? Z. (laughs) Oh wait a minute. Uh, uh, What? (laughs) Two y. Hey, do you have any honorable mentions for your uh, uh, five favorite quick rock and roll heavy metal? Well, heavy metal Christmas song. And Vegas says, screw you on giving us any odds on this uh, match for number, number one. one. Thing. Yeah, mm. They say, screw okay. you. So I have a You're couple of honorable mentions. I want to start off on the darker, most gruesome metal style. Red water, Christmas morning, typo negative is one of my honorable mentions. It can be a dark holiday for some. It can be a sarcastically and funny dark holiday for others. And I just love that song. saw that one and I listened to it and I thought, mm, I'll bet Marcus is going to put that one in his top five. I really did. <laughs> Another honorable mention, King Diamonds, no presents for Christmas. Just so bizarre and so wild and so trippy and so King Diamond. It is. I really, really like it. And he's an interesting cat. Is that it for your honorable mentions, my man? I have one more, and that is Christopher Lee's Little Drummer Boy. Old school obscure. Totally. Totally. And then, of course, we'll put in little Christopher Lee. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that guy represents everything uh, scary gothic and heavy metal. Fucking A, right? Man, that dude was the man. And then, after he was that, all that, he went and played the badass bad guy in Star Wars as a career capper. I know. And he played so many other bad guys that scared the daylights out of people over the years as well. Just a phenomenal human being and an unbelievable symbol of all that is metal.
Ray, it is time for your honorable mentions before we get way down the weird rabbit hole. Well, all I could say is that one of them technically isn't metal, but the attitude sure is because the season's upon us, Marcus, and I can't help dropping the Dropkick Murphys as one of my honorable mentions because we love them so much. Like their family. We'll share the mother's milk with them, we would. They're punk ska with horns and all that. That's kind of why they fit yeah. what we're doing here. That's Absolutely. what I think. The season's upon us. It's that time of year. Brandy and eggnog. There's plenty of cheer. There's lights on the trees and there's wreaths to be hung. There's mischief and mayhem and songs to be sung. There's bells and there's holly. The kids are gung-ho. True love finds a kiss beneath fresh mistletoe. Some families are messed up while others are fine. If you think yours is crazy, well, you should see mine. All right, my number two. It's so funny because my Facebook feed has been filled with ads for their upcoming holiday seasonal show. I'm talking about Guar and Stripper Christmas Summer Weekend. <laughs> that almost made my honorable mention. And my final honorable mention, yes, I have another one, right? But you can't make it Christmas without Spinal Tap's Christmas with the Devil. <laughs> I love Spinal Tap. <laughs> sure, who don't? They're the bestest. Seriously, they're so much fun. What a great all Christmas right. tune. Here we are, pal. It's just before the holiday. We've had all the frivolity and all the honorable mentions. So I want to run through your five favorite heavy metal Christmas songs, shotgun style, for this edition of the Imbalance History of Rock and Roll. What's number five? Number five, the metal god, Rob Halford and We Three Kings.
Good call. What's your number four? Number four, I mentioned them in the first half. The Misfits and their cover of Blue Christmas. It's sort of gothic punk meets Elvis. <laughs> I'll have a blue Christmas without you. Number three, please. That fling at the holiday party, ACDC's Mistress for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Storm does a really nice cover of Mistress for cool. Christmas. Are you ready for my number two? Yeah. What we've, you got? We've already mentioned this one as well in the first half, and it's part of what we really want for Christmas. And I'm talking, since we can't have him, we can have his song. Let me run, Rudolph, run. Number one. We're going to find out, and you're going to have to hold a stone face until you reveal your number one to find out if we match. I'm holding a stone face. Christmas Eve, Sarajevo, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, my number one.
Every time I hear this song, I just get excited to the core. It's heavy, it's deep, but I think if you want to hear the true meaning of Christmas in sound, the real meaning of Christmas in sound, you can look to that song right there. You'll never get an argument about that from me. Absolutely. So, now... Yeah? With you holding a damn good stone face, might I add, that poker face is ripping. <laughs> Vegas is very happy with a poker face, Mr. Coob. I can't get stone face. I can't get my fucking five. Yeah. All right. Let's I sound do- a little bit there like Michael Corleone when he has the broken Ooh. fucking jaw. Do you know? I'm trying not to move the lips. My number five is your number three, sir. So put that on the board as ding, 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 one in common. ACDC and who doesn't want a mistress for Christmas? <laughs> yeah. personal friend of mine number four you had him as an honorable mention how can you not have king diamond in the house at holiday time with no presents for christmas Unfortunately, Vegas is not going to give us a chance to match honorable mentions with Countdown. So that being said, we have have one so far. One so far, but we have three to go, Ray. Three to go, which means it's time for your number three. I love how you get excited at the holidays. (laughs) My number three is a cheater. (laughs) No way. Shocker. Well, it's Halford, you know, the metal god. And, okay, I'll whittle it down because, well, We Three Kings, Oh Holy Night, the whole Celestial album is really amazing. But I'll I'll whittle it down to Donner and Blitzen, original metal god music for the holiday season. Put your fucking arms in the air and scream for me. It's Halford. And Donner and Blitzen, my number three. Yeah. 
stay tuned. I thought you were going to break down and go with We Three Kings to match it up. I tried not to, you know, force the hand because Vegas might call it an inquisition. Uh-oh. The inquisition. <laughs> we're going to need a judgment call on this one at number two, Marcus. That's all I'm going to say because it's not really the same. You have Christmas Eve from Trans-Siberian. <sighs> this is the ultimate push. It's Wizards of Winter and all their Christmas stuff. TSO at number two. I don't think Vegas is going to allow that one. I'll have to stick with Wizards of Winter, which means we have one match so far. And my number one on our Shotgun 5 favorite Christmas heavy metal songs. You know them. We love them. We can't live without them. We wish he'd come back so bad. We're naming the episode after him. It's Lemmy with Billy Gibbons and Dave Grohl, their version of Ron Rudolph Run from like 2008. It's good news, bad news, Marcus. The good news is I have ended your winning streak and I get to win this holiday edition of Shotgun Five Favorites. With a bet of two, you had three, and we both lose out on the secondary bet, so no money changes hands between uh, the Imbalance brothers on this one because we both said our number one would be the same. I thought you were going to make Lemmy number one. I originally had it at number two, and all of the TSO stuff at number one. Like, all TSO is number one, and then I switched it because I got to make it Lemmy because it's holidays and I miss them. I kid you not, I was switching them back and forth, too. I kid you not, I was switching TSO. <laughs> and Lemmy back and forth the last couple of days as well. If we wiped all this out. Next year, they'll be the opposite. Next year, TSO yes. will be your uh, number one and Lemmy will be my number one. You watch. We wipe them all out right now and do it again in about an hour. They'll all be different. So it's, just, it's the way it works when you include anything about favorites, right? Because people go, oh, I can't remember what the fuck is that 20 minutes ago, half an hour ago. More importantly, we're celebrating with holiday music here on the podcast, which is the whole reason we did this and try to do the whole thing is for fun and, and for music and thank you for another amazing year whatever holiday you are or aren't celebrating we thank you for taking a little time to spend some of it with us as we celebrate as many holidays as we can we're writing down more all the time and uh so happy holidays merry christmas and all the other good stuff everybody have a great holiday season and thanks for being part of a, a fun part of our life every week we put out an episode some weeks i don't know about you marcus but i'm not sure exactly how we do it sometimes uh <laughs> It just gets done, and uh, that's part of the fun for us. The thrill of victory, the agony of defeat, or no, it's the thrill of victory and the agony of reading about it in the morning, or is that a Philly thing? <laughs> that's a Philly thing. 
All right. Well, for now, these two Philly residents, we're not exactly in Philly, but we've got it surrounded. No, we're just surrounded. <laughs> the Zoom version of Dark Doc Media, connecting via the Internet. For now, we'll sign off and invite you to be in touch via the many ways that you can reach out to us via email or social media. So let's go finish off the rest of the eggnog, Marcus. And I got a nice big spliff rolled. I think we burn out on our way out of this year and hope that everybody's getting through COVID safe into a happy new year. And uh, thanks for spreading the word on making it the best year yet of the imbalance history of rock and roll. S A. 